Round two. You know what really grinds my gears? When <laughs> Recording the audio a podcast doesn't without work. audio. We were talking for like 10, 15 minutes and it was all really good. It's fine. What grinds your gears, daddy? Take two. Uh, take two. What grinds your gears? What grinds my gears? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I hate when somebody asks you a question on text and you respond immediately and then it's radio silence for oh my God. hours. <laughs> and what's their safe word? <laughs> it's like come back welcome back to what's your safe pod i'm am i'm mr christopher and this time we are recording audio <laughs> so wait what so we got like halfway through the show yeah. and recorded it and, and halfway it well literally only 15 minutes um it feels um, like longer um, so this is a take two um we can we can we can we can remember so tell what me, we tell said. Tell me more right? about what, you, what the pod. Okay, stop clapping, please. No, it's take two. Okay, stop clapping. I, please. I'm matching audio no, and video. Uh, th- it's all one file, <laughs> so stop. Oh, it wasn't before, but okay, now you are slowly grinding my gears. <laughs> Is that what grinds your gears? So what's this about texting? Texting. Oh my god. So if somebody, so if somebody says good morning and you reply good morning back. I'm fine for there being three or four hours of lag time, okay? That was a conversation ended and completed, or completed and ended, or began and completed, then ended. Now, if you said, good morning, how are you, question mark, and I replied within two minutes, um, actually not great, I didn't sleep well, and I'm kind of worried about my day. You're worried? Oh my God. And there is no reply for three or four hours. Then I'm like, did you really want to know the answer to that question? Or are you just punching a time card? I, I, and that's what it feels like sometimes. And I am by no means perfect at texting either. But when I text someone or I text someone back, like I'm, I'm expecting a reply. And so I'll try to leave myself available yeah, for the next Leave yourself a five minute window. If they don't reply within five minutes, they're busy. Move on. You're acting like this is but, a new thing, though, Daddy. Texting has been around for literally. You asked decade. me what grinds my gears. I know this grinds my mirrors, and this is but, this is more prevalent now because of the younger generation. All they do is text, and the people I'm involved with are all the older texters. generation is it doesn't like texting. No, the older generation knows how to communicate one on one, so they will stick around for an answer. <laughs> no, I'm specifically quoting you, who has said many a time that you don't like texting. I would prefer a real human <laughs> contact conversation than text. I feel like text would be is better served for arranging logistics, time, date. Place and welcome back. Not to talking about feelings. Not talking about emotions. Podcast. Not talking it's about got a very few things kicks. that are deep and personal. Would you like to start out with your, everyone's favorite part of the podcast? Daddy, What's that? Daddy, oh my daddy! Oh my god! <laughs> He's already hot. He's already hot. And the first time we did this, he couldn't find the text for this, so it's better that we do it a second time so that he has it ready. Oh look, right I found the text now. Okay, so. <laughs> This is the weirdest question I think I have ever received. And you know how there are no wrong or bad questions? This. I didn't say that. This takes the game. No, I, I say there's no such thing as a stupid question. Uh, it, here it comes. So, 
There was a guy who came through San Francisco a few weeks ago and we shot a collab. And I'm using question marks that here. That grinds my gears. Air. I hate when people use collab. Well, he has just, a just for made, fans. Just I have a just for fans. Porn, okay? We made porn together, but we collabed, right? No, just call so, it porn. No, You're it's a collab. To the fact this that you did people collab. sexy stuff. Just no, because it feels like people are not owning up to the fact that they are doing sex. Why work. are we yelling at each other? That I, my my gears are grinded. <laughs> so anyway, so this guy came. Well, we both came, but <laughs> <That's good. laughs> he um, we we have posted this video already. I'm not going to say who it is. But anyway, so out of the blue today, he texts me and he goes, Hi, Chris, C-H-R-I-S. Oh, first of all. Actually, I never asked your first name. Sorry, what is it? And laughy emoji. I'm like, okay. did you literally just say, hi, Chris, what is your name? <laughs> is, is that the question you're asking me right now? Because that's the most ridiculous question I've ever been asked. <laughs> so I may have been a little snarky, unwarranted. And I said, I replied, God, I hope that's not a serious question. Daddy. I'm going to let you figure that one out. Well, my name on all social media is Christopher Weston. But porn stars or people that do sex work have stage names. No, I understand that. He didn't ask me what my Did stage your name snark was. understand but that? When, when you when you start with someone's first name in the text, don't ask them their first name. I don't feel so good, Mr. Snark. So he replied, and this is where it gets better. I am assuming either Christopher and he spelled Christopher with a K. Or Chris, and he spelled Chris with the C H R I S. <laughs> I think you're being too hard. And no. Uh, so uh, why yeah. would I change my name to C H R I S if I say K R I S? I do know some sex workers who change the spelling and the way you pronounce the name, but it's like very similar to their real name. I'm not saying that's a good way to throw people off your why sink if you're trying to protect to your Chris. That I don't is, know. Like C H R I S. So I said, so I'm assuming you have never watched your show then. Oh. Why would I spell it C H R I S if my name is K R I S T O F E R? I'm baffled by this. <laughs> So then I felt bad because his reply was, right now I am on a boat in the middle of the ocean with limited signal. I last watched your show years ago and I honestly can't remember shit about it. Okay, now I'm mad. <laughs> Rude. One engine is cooling so I can fix the exhaust hose before nightfall. Sorry if I might not be winning at 20 questions. He's stuck right in the middle now. of the ocean and you're giving him a hard time. Why is he stuck in the middle of the ocean and asking me my first name? Maybe he was on a, a desert cruise, sort of island cruise thing. I mean, he's stuck he's stuck with Gilligan on an island and you're giving him a hard time. If you have a boat emergency in the middle of the ocean, don't be texting porn stars. The millionaire <laughs> and his wife. Anyway, I felt a little bad, porn but star. I, I'm like, okay. The skipper and Marianne. Use your brain a little bit here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who would you be on Gilligan's Island? I would be uh, Marianne. I might be the skipper or the millionaire only because you'd have Why money. the millionaire? You can't spend the money. money. That, that does no good on an island. That's what the whole crux of the show was. They were useless. I never watched. Did they they were the most useless ones. No, on... did, they, did they ever make it off, though? I don't know. I never got to. Well, I thought that was the point of the show was to get off the island. Well, yeah, but they needed the series to continue, so they never did. It's because your friend never got there with the boat. Is, 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 they were, he, he was grinding his he ears in the middle of the ocean. 
<laughs> or maybe your friend needs a handyman. But come on, am I crazy here? I, or do, am I wild here? Today's sponsor, Manscaped, is bringing you a brand new item, the handyman. That was a segue. Thank you, though. For... No, I like the handyman. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that is new. The public needs to know, Daddy. That uh, Attention. I'm listening. Atten attention. You can tell me. All beard beasts and stubbles to Maine. Maine? I'm a horse. That That's me. No, you're a bearded beast. No, I'm a Maine. I'm you're, a horse. You're I'm the a main, pony. You're the Maine attraction sometimes yeah right. if you didn't already know manscaped now sells beard products you heard me correctly the leaders in below the waist grooming are moving above the waist hello north pole <laughs> and now they're going to go a step further with the brand new handyman now they already had the beard hedger which mm -hmm. you love i like that has 20 different adjustable lengths i do but now they have the new handyman an electric face shaver for a quick convenient way to achieve a clean shaven look whether you're going to sharpen up the neckline or just give your face a smooth finish. See, that would be good for you. I, I couldn't use it because I like a little stubble all the time. I like a little stubble sometimes too, but every once in a while I do want to go to the nice cleanly shaved skin. And Manscaped has you covered. So if you'd like to get 20% off and free shipping, Daddy, what can they do at manscaped.com? Use offer code WATTS20. Again, that's WATTS20 for 20% off and free shipping. And hey, if you don't need a clean shave with the handyman, they still have, of course, the beard hedger. As well as Daddy, your favorite, the Weed Whacker, and my favorite, the Lawnmower 4.0. So, potions, lotions aside, they got crop preservers, revivers, and a body wash, which I use daily in the shower. Um, but maybe you're stuck on a desert island and grinding your gears, and you don't got any. Well, maybe you should have brought your Manscaped products to keep yourself nice and uh, cleanly on that island. <laughs> again, Daddy, with what code? What's twenty at Manscaped.com. Thank you again, Manscaped. Now. I feel like we've come in a little hot and heavy. Do you want to take a nice deep breath? <gasps> what the hell was that? That was a nice deep breath. Okay. Did it grind your gears? <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> Daddy, how would you? So today's topic, if you have any guests. Okay. We've done similar topics before, but mm -hmm. we've asked the audience again for something that grinds your gears. Mm -hmm. How would you describe something that grinds your gears? Uh, grinding of gears. Something that annoys you. Yeah, I would say yeah. something that is paramount or pivotal to a thing in your life that people do that annoys you. So, like, for me, whenever someone comes at me and is like, no kink at pride because... And then they show their ineptitude or uh, insecurities and or uneducated ass by trying to say that kink shouldn't be at pride because, you know... I know something that grinds your gears even more. What? When people say assless chaps. More? That no, that I don't like when people do the it. Fuck out of But you. that's because it's just it's a oxymoron, and I'm not calling them names. But like, it's like saying assed pants. There's no such you don't call See, pants. It bugs you way more than me. I understand what they're saying. And it doesn't I'm, bug me. It just it it, grinds it my grinds ears. your gears. Yeah, I know. So I'm like not frustrated or it mad. annoys you. It, it can't. If people do it on purpose, yes. If people don't do it on purpose, I'm like, yeah, oh, come on, get your ass together. <laughs> wow. So you talk down to them. Got it. <laughs> no. In my mind, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So we asked the audience today for things that grinded their gears. Mm. What's something that grinds your gears? Um, I, I always know it's going to be good when he giggles before he answers. <laughs> so if you, I go home with a really sexy leather man, all dressed in leather and like, especially bluff leather and they pull down their pants and they're just like wearing the most like straight, like boxer cut brief. <laughs> it just, 
it, it doesn't fit. Is there a certain color that really white to is not good? Uh, I'll see, oh, uh, you don't like tidy whities now? No, I like tidy whities if they're form fitting, but those really baggy style straight boy hmm. pants it, it, it grinds my gears. Also, white socks with black boots. That grinds my gears. You can see neither of these things if they're in full block. You can if you're taking them off. And that's the part that grinds my gears. Because I'm like, I'm really into this person. And then I take it off and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, see, that's something that grinds people gears when they wear socks to bed. Are you a are you a no socks to bed kind of person, too? I don't like socks to begin with. So uh, you I, wear I, socks all the time. No, I wear them on my toes. That's it. You wear, okay, you you do this thing where you slide them off the foot, like the ankle, yes. and you put it around all our like patrons that. or get, okay, get your feet off the fucking table, See? please. That grinds my gears when people put their feet on the table. <laughs> get out of here. Not for free. Because, the, and I'll tell you why. Because, this makes complete sense, because In the elastic mind, around the ankles is is like contracting like a boa constrictor around your ankles. Get ankle socks. Sweat and hang. I know those are, those are. Comfortable no. as fuck. No, they're a little too girly for me. What? <laughs> okay. Anyway, I don't like ankle socks either. To the episode's point of grinding gears, not feet. We asked y'all for a bunch of things. And in classic <laughs> fashion, someone did say kink at pride. How dare you? Mm. Um, but. Someone also said, and we'll go right into it, something that grinds their gears is when people are high on weed or in some sort of inebriated, so alcohol-induced headspace when it comes to kink. Thoughts? Uh, they're gonna, their gears are gonna be ground a lot <laughs> because, okay, first of all, most of our social interactions are done at a bar. So people are at least having one drink, if not two or not, three. So they're most. slightly enabled. A large chunk for a queer community with the bars. Societal the societal norm, and unless you're sober and you say that up front, if someone is slightly inebriated, I don't understand why that pisses you off. If you're sober and you're in a bar, you know what you're in, and, and people are generally pretty good about having those conversations. Where I draw the line is going to be if you are ground, if your, your gears are grinded, um, you got to be good about negotiating and talking about that. And regardless of if you are sober or not, you should be having those explicit consensual conversations before anything gets into your system that causes an inebriation or an altered headspace. Yeah, I, I, I get why they're saying that, because they're saying that if uh, you are engaged in risky or BDSM uh, scenes, someone could get hurt if someone mm -hmm. is like impaired or. But the what the reality Pretty is, yeah. a lot of times, especially with pot being legal, alcohol being legal in some places, um, not everywhere still, yeah, it's getting there. Um, it more people than not are imbibing on something and it I, I guess it depends on the type of play you're doing because if you're doing risk aware consensual kink rack uh there is a risk you know you are taking um and you do it sanely and you think about like i can be stoned and still have my wits about me can you I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Again, that uh, where I draw the line in the sand is going to be like the level of obviously inebriation. Don't get don't get wild, but also 
you have to explicitly have those conversations and negotiations at the very beginning before you even get any in that system so that you can have a good a good scene to begin with like from the yeah, beginning and everyone has different levels right True. so depending on how their body size and weight and everything is um but i know what my limits are and i know that i can do certain things uh with uh, without incurring harm to someone else yeah well, then let's speed right to the end of a scene then okay. to this next person who says uh, people that don't do aftercare shouldn't be doing kink. Ah! <laughs> Grinds their gears. <laughs> well, okay. So, so there's two, two, A, two there are there. a lot of people who don't like aftercare, especially if after they ejaculate. Yeah, right so underneath that, someone said, I don't like aftercare. Don't touch me. Yeah, no. So <laughs> when they're in their refractory refractory period they're like putting their shoes on like okay bye thank you <laughs> they're, so, they, they came and 10 seconds later in yeah. the refractory period are already out the door oh i've done that many a time i don't i sometimes i don't i don't want to sit and cuddle and hear about your and problems some people after that is the that is the game plan that is what you have signed uh, up for if you want to get inside I, of them i get that you have to get inside the cuddle zone and that's great cuddle do zone that. incoming do it do it, do it. and i i am more than happy to give after aftercare is a consideration um and it shows that you are thinking about the person especially after the act uh, a lot of people also in the act you know especially if you're doing something degrading or something um uh not societal acceptable kind of thing uh you need that reassurance that what you did was okay and so having aftercare and having someone go hey that was great thank you so much for doing that that was very enjoyable for both of us um gives them that reassurance that they didn't do anything wrong and gives them that reassurance that um this is fun i would say that in that it's again another negotiation aspect and and, and part of like what does that mean for you what is aftercare like do you need it do you not it could be as simple as a text the next day just checking in being like hey that was really great yesterday thank you so much and moving on or it could be as lengthy as cuddle dinner snacks you're here for a few hours and that is how i recharge it is a way in which aftercare a way in which you are recharging that sexual battery or that 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 chemically you know the body chemical battery letting you know that you're not a bad person and or just coming down from that high it's helping to equalize the body chemistries especially after impact play i always call this up the next day on check-in for like a day or two after just to make sure everything's okay and they're getting on with call? their reaches. who yeah. calls just text them no and then ghost them for five hours no that's even <laughs> worse I'm kidding. I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding oh my god that grinds my gears well, how about names then? Actually, oh, this is topical because you were your your name, your name. Somebody By says, the way, my name is Chris. Just make sure you pronounce it with a K, not a CH. What about the F? Because a lot of people get that wrong. Oh, too. I know. Not a PH either. It's an F. You spell, so spell your Christopher. Name. Yeah. Christopher. Spell, spell your name, please. So everyone knows. K-R-I-S-T-O-F-E-R. Great. Did you know I can say the alphabet backwards? Not what that's not grinding my gears. Please don't. Uh, what grinds this person's gears, though, is when somebody has far too many scene names, it makes it difficult to have conversations and introduce them. Case in point, this happened the other day. Me and our friend Lux, we were getting coffee and somebody that was in town doing shoots for Mr. S, they shot content with you. He came into the coffee shop and I was just like, ooh, I don't know how you would like to be introduced in this I know who you're scenario. Talking yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I introduced him and he's like, oh, actually I prefer this. I was like, totally fair. So what this person's saying is, 
For instance, I know people that have a puppy name, a real name, a porn, a name, porn name, a Twitter name. Uh, yeah. An and Instagram they will introduce name. themselves as different names in different contexts. And I actually kind of I get this. It grinds my gears because I never know how to introduce someone. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that there's going to be a especially if it's for an everyone. online person that you only know through the Internet. Sure. But if it's someone. So, for instance, we have a friend who will literally introduce themselves at the eagle with their real name. Mm -hmm. But then if we're in any sort of kinky scene or like a sex club, they'll introduce them as their scene name or their porn name. And while I totally get it, he makes it very difficult because he's not consistent. <laughs> yeah. So what this is saying is like people that don't have consistent names. And while I agree with that, we also can't always, we don't know the person's vibe and how they want to be this is why safe. I just with call themselves. everyone boy or pup. I can I can never <laughs> can, go wrong. Can't do that though. Not everyone is a boy and not everyone is a pup. Um, but I kind of get this. It actually tracks 80% of the time. So. This is why I, if, uh, here's a, here's a, just a pro tip. If you're getting into the scene or on the interwebs, choose a, a screen name that matches the name you go oh, by and in be public. Consistent, please. Yeah. And have the same at you're going to, you're going to make everyone happy. Oh, That's can I tell you something that grinds my gears? People don't have the same at on every website. Cause I then I can't find them yeah, looking at you. I know. Daddy, I know you're looking Mr. Christopher so dash Christopher Weston. Are yes. you done? Go ahead. Uh, underscores. Don't have underscores <laughs> between your name. I hate Why? underscores because you when you're searching for someone like on Instagram or something and you have their name, but you don't put an underscore, it will never come up. It, it drives me nuts. I can't find you on anything. So I don't know what you're talking about. But I don't have any underscores. So. No, but you have a mister sometimes. And I it's gotten to the point where I will accidentally tag the wrong person on Twitter because I don't know which username is not blacklisted or is blacklisted to the point where someone's like, are you and daddy okay? You keep tagging him wrong. Are you guys breaking up? And I was like, no, I just, I don't know well, which username it is on this. If you keep tagging me wrong, <laughs> how do you not know my Twitter name? I do it's K-R-I-S-T-O-F-E-R. It doesn't auto-populate. -E my does first name's not, Christopher. It does not populate. You are shadow banned everywhere. <laughs> Stop being such a such a slut. No, I'm kidding. I would never. Oh my god. What grinds my gears when people slut shame other people, but then will actively watch and like porn on the internet. That that's something that grinds my gears. Oh my god, do you know what I just noticed? What? You are wearing the tank top that you tried to wear in Wyoming and <laughs> thought you would look not gay. Does it grind your gears? You look this is a, so this gay is right a now. muscle tank. It our, does not look our gay. Our Patreons are getting a show with the gayest of all gay tank tops. Thank you for this lovely segue to the next grinding of gears, which How says you dress? the use of the term gay <laughs> oh. to encompass the entire LGBTQ plus community. I'm not no, even kidding. That, that was the next not. one. It is. It is. You can oh. read my notes for once. The use of gay <laughs> to encompass the entire LGBTQ plus community. It's exclusionary and anyone that is not male does not always want to uh, use the term queer. gay. Queer. It's the queerest honestly, tank top I've ever seen. How's that? <laughs> I prefer queer. I, I use queer for this exact but reason. But you know what? No. The older generation I know. do not like the word queer because that was the slur I used get it. against us. I get and it. And so that actually this grinding grinds my gears okay. because okay. the younger generation, while wanting to be us to be sensitive to all their needs, are so insensitive to this need for an older generation of using the word queer. And I get that they reclaimed it, and I'm all for it, but... 
you do have to realize that that grinds some people's gears. No, I understand. Yeah. But I want to say it's not insensitive. It is uneducated, I think, is where I would draw that line. Well, and I agreed. So, and that's... Okay, calm down. <laughs> breathe. Because let me get my point out, please. <laughs> while, while I don't think it's insensitive, I think it's uneducated because it does not... It does not uphold or realize that an older generation might have some baggage with that term. Or let's say an older, more butch femme or lesbian leaning, they did used to use the term gay because it was something they preferred or it was more, quote unquote, acceptable at the time. But in, in, in the 40s and 50s, the yeah. word queer was worse than the word I faggot. I get it. So I get it. And while that may not be the case today, that an older generation has hung on to that. I get it. And right now, I kind of want to go back in the podcast and bleep that out because I always ask you not to use that because it's insensitive but, to me. I know. But so is, now you this so is the now I am making you're attacking is, me. No, I'm not attacking you. I am just giving you a I get parallel word to go with that. I know. Yeah. And that's why I think we're we're having heated conversations with each Boy, other, not are. at each other. <laughs> I know, I'm not. Are feeling, we breaking up? Well, I'm going to tag Mr. Christopher P-H-E-R here in a second. You better watch out. I'm sorry. Who are you? Is that Chris with a C or a Q? Christopher. Quentin Christopher. Um, this next one, what really grinds my gear is people who think that anal is everything. Anal is overrated. Anal is overrated. Thoughts? I don't know where to start with that one. Um, <laughs> well, some people. I understand what you're saying. And because I I, I, I was not into anal uh, up until the age of 35. And this is mainly because of AIDS. I did yeah. not do anal sex. I, I, I did anal sex very rarely and only with protection and carefully. And um. I know lots of people who just prefer jacking off or oral pleasure, um, and there's nothing bad with that. But yes, the focus on sex in the queer, not gay, community <laughs> is, um, see, I learn, uh, <laughs> is anal sex. And, um, yeah, and your generation, man, has really taken up fisting. So it's, yeah. it, the fisting so the, used to be an extreme kink. Well, now it is I, like, it is like the, it's the extreme, it's like a blowjob kink that everyone kind of tries out and gets into. I mean, it has though, because it's gotten to the point where all the podcasts that I listen to while, while queer in nature, all of them have covered like fisting or yeah. talk about fisting every other week. Yeah. Trixie and Katya, if you guys are not actively having fists in your ass every weekend, <laughs> Why are you talking about it every other podcast? That's all I have to say about that. But it's so many of these queer podcasts are talking about fisting as if it's the new anal. Right. Which I just find fast. I'm not mad about it. I'm actually No, I'm fascinated, fascinated by, by it, it as well. I mean, there was a point, you know, in the 90s, I couldn't even sell fisting porn for fear of being arrested. And now it's yeah. all over Twitter. Because it, so, it was because of uh, anti... Uh, no, it was obscenity laws. It was considered obscene. Yeah. Fisting. Oh, not anti-obscenity. Yeah, that would be. Backwards. It was Sorry. obscenity. obscenity so it was, uh, and those uh, obscenity laws are still on the books. They have not yeah. been enforced. They could be enforced at any time. We just don't realize it because it has become the norm. Wow. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I am very curious. And if you guys have any takes, like, feel free to add us. Like, I'm curious why 
fisting has skyrocketed like it is. You know, I have a theory. Oh. Do you want to hear my theory? I would love to hear your hot take. Um, so I think that sex toy uh like uh dildo and butt plug manufacturers have perfected with the the new silicones and different shapes and stuff in the last 10 years i think square pegs was the leader on this um so that people could widen their holes safely when oh, i was yeah. in the like in the 90s all our dildos were just this molded stick. plastic oh, stick i can they weren't smell great it great shape uh -uh. they they, they smell like petroleum they're, 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 they were very rigid there was no softness to them mm -hmm. and that's all we had then so i think over time people who are very anally focused have developed a <laughs> anal retentive <laughs> anal retentive yes <laughs> they have they have developed amazing sex toys for the ass that have expanded everyone's asses and horizons yeah. <laughs> into a fist so that's my theory anal is the new win i mean look at the new top toys i mean i've been i've been they have pick holes i started my fisting journey this year it's not always about you no, no, it, it really is. grinds it my really gears. Is. It really when you is make about it me. about you. No, it's about me. It's, <laughs> this is this is my podcast. This is about me. Um, so I started my fisting journey, and I've been using top toys, gatekeepers, and sizing up every other month. And by doing so, I've been able to widen my hole safely and be able to finally take a fist comfortably and enjoy it. Um, I couldn't have done that in the 90s. No, they didn't. Well, those toys did not. Exist. They have pig holes, which are those holes mm -hmm. that are kind of like they're kind of like spreader holes for your hole. It's like they a have, hollow dildo. Th now they have pig holes that you can insert plugs into. Mm -hmm. They have extenders and things you can put on your dick to slowly expand your side. Like there's so many like it's it's ingenuity. The it's, gaze it's the tech of sex toys that has made it better. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, interesting. If anyone has has any other insights into that's fisting, that's my hot toy. Your my hot, hot take. Your hot take. My hot toy. Um, how about this one then? This is the the takes today are actually very, and this is not me organizing them. The takes are all very. See, it's better when you don't organize. I didn't say that. That's a, I, that grinds my gears when things aren't organized. I know. But this next one says, um, "What grinds my gears when people wear socks during full bondage scenes, full bondage rope scenes specifically." I can see that. <laughs> I think I, it's kind of it fun. Because it away from the bondage. What so, if the socks match the rope? Okay, when we shot porn, yeah. or when, when I shot porn, we always made people remove wow. watches, jewelry. Deleting my porn history. Why? I've shot porn with you. Not You, you said we and then I, as if I don't ex I'm kidding. Continue. Oh my God, I don't know why he's so sensitive right now. trying to make it about me. I, I know, I got that part. Turnabout. So anyway, so we would make them re remove watches, jewelry, anything that was distracting. Because when you're doing a close-up of someone like jacking or fisting, and all you see is this watch going back and forth, that's all you can focus on. So when you see a nice bondage scene, and somebody's wearing socks, it it's distracting. I get it. I, that, that kind of grinds my gears, too. I get it. I think if the socks match the rope, that's fine. Sure. If, if, if it was a stylistic choice, mm -hmm. yes. But especially if they're dirty on the bottom, too. So a lot of people, that that, yeah. that does bug well, me. Some people like that. It, I know. Some people like dirty socks. Some. Let's just leave it there. Some. Is that most? No, it's never. But you're okay. never going to make everyone happy every time. I'm just saying that 
some scenes could be feet focused where the where the socks are dirty where the socks are all pissy sure if that the was the focus are... of the scene but usually the scenes you're talking are you putting about your foot down at this yeah i kind of okay. usually the scenes you're talking about is just the bottom ran over from the corner where they were jacking off trying to get hard yeah. ran over across a dirty floor and plops down on a bed on all fours with dirty socks pointing out. They're just trying out. to get their, 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 is, their toes that wet. That is like gross. They're just trying to get their toes <laughs> no. wet in some bondage. I think they're nailing okay. it. Toe nailing it. <laughs> Do puns grind your gears? Yes. Yes. Uh, puns uh, grind my gears. Uh, ooh, okay. Here's one. I'm, I'm curious to think to hear what you think about this one. Okay. Um, what really grinds my gears yes. is when a dom slash subs sells themselves as far more experienced than they actually are well yeah but do you read it again no i heard it um i think some people are very good talkers I think so i'm at two camps of this one so okay. Camp especially one. if you are a younger dom trying it out for the first time you know i'm like fake it till you make it you know, talk a big game, but okay. as long as you're not hurting someone, but th there's, there's a fantasy that goes into being a dom, right? Being in control and knowing everything. And the sub is there's just a fantasy and everything. Kink what? is fantasy. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm elaborating. So if the sub is trying to follow you and you get to this point where you're like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Fake it. Get a so the sub gets off. <laughs> Put a blindfold on, have a moment, now, and keep going. If you're talking about impact play or anything that would injure the sub, mm. don't fake it. <laughs> Get some education, learn what you're doing, and don't say you know how to flog someone if you've never done it. So that's my two thoughts on that one. Okay. I'm 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 okay with people talking fun, sexy times to like get people engaged and like making fantastical stories it's and a ideas. fantasy it's a fantasy i mean a lot of this bdsm sex is a fantasy it is not the real world it is a limited time where we are engaging in a fantasy and so to that hot take like yes please don't oversell yourself to the point where you are catfishing essentially like you're you're kind of a scene catfish in oh, a way i know right yes, yes. oh I, don't, don't I, roll your eyes too much but also to that to that the person who's having this hot take you are adhere you are signing up for a certain level of fantasy by being engaged with that person. So you kind of have to be okay if they're not able to to check every single fucking box, you know? Yeah, especially if, if they're, they're giving you like 60 to 70% of what they've promised you, that's a fun scene in my book, mm. you know? Like if they don't give you the full bells and whistles, maybe they forgot a, a, a certain kind of gag or a blindfold or they didn't tickle you just right, but you still got your rocks off. I'm okay with that. I think some people are a little too uptight with some of their expectations. Mm. This is a good topic because I have many <laughs> thoughts on this subject mm. that maybe we should just hold off to aftercare. Oh, I know exactly. The aftercare what, uh -huh, segment uh -huh. because I've got a lot oh, to say about this one. The aftercare segment? You yeah. mean the extra, the extra, the bonus extra pod that happens get? after the pod that only the Patreons get? Yeah. Well, you better remember this then. Oh, I've got it. Okay. It's in my head. Okay. Trust okay. me. It's at the top of my head okay. right now. Next, then, on okay. the hot takes, let's move on. Role names, i.e., like as an example, pig, sub, sir, dom, mistress, are atypical and are superiors to one that are used commonly. Wait, what? So role names, 
mm-hmm. what you call someone mm-hmm. honorifics that are atypical are superior to the ones that are commonly used. So honorifics that you use for someone are better than like more ambiguous ones like boy. So like, why I don't I don't know about that one. I, I, yeah, because what one. are they, so okay? So I can give you a few examples here. Yeah. So a lot of the doms I play with online, I call sir, uh-huh. and I always in my texting I always capitalize all three letters S I R as a, like a respect that okay. I'm, I'm giving them. However, mm. I had this one dom approach me like a few weeks ago saying. I don't want you to do that. I want you to do capital S. Oh, God. And I'm like, well, that sucks because my autofill is <laughs> And I think that's approaches. why you did it. He was like, because I bet your autofill is And so this makes you stop and think about what you're doing. So I was like, oh, motherfucker. Oh, he turned the, he flipped the script. Yes. So, but I also have this other Dom in Manchester that I've talked to that I was asking. So he has a boy and a husband and a, he's a sir to someone else. He didn't want me calling him sir. So I was like, okay, what should I call you? What honorific do you want? Uh-huh. And so he thought of this name. So this is not of the norm. That is a British term for like, like an officer or something called warrant. So I have to call him warrant. Warrant. W-A-R-R-A-N-T. I don't know how I feel or I don't even I don't right. have a response. So to this that. is okay. what I'm talking about. So this is outside of the norm. The norm. Okay. So- but to, I want to I want to call bullshit on that a little bit, not okay. not to your point, but to like this hot take of like what someone gets called is not something you get to decide if it's better or worse. Like if someone sure. specifically says, I want you to call me warrant. Yeah. And that's why like, that's I'm like, fine. I and that's why I always ask what they want to be called. So there's a sir I'm going to stay with in Berlin. And I asked him what I should call him. And should I call you, sir? And he's like, no, call me YMB. And I'm like, OK, that's YMB. odd. What that's does that weird. mean? Young Master Berlin. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not much of a it name. It still doesn't roll off your it tongue. It really it's kind of weird, but you know what? That's what he wants to be See, called. So I, had, I call him YMB. I capital all, all three letters YMB. And to this, like, role names or the mm-hmm. name that someone specifically asked you to be called or even like a an honorific are are better or were like in all of that, you don't get to dictate other people's role names or yeah. names or, or decide if they're stupid. But also <laughs> not using a name that someone res- like asked you to. Like I had someone recently that I was like, just they were like, yes, sir. And I was like, I don't really like, sir, just just pup is fine. And to them, they didn't see pup as an honorific that showed dominance. And so they were like, can I call you alpha? And I was like, no, I would prefer pup. And they would keep trying to find other words to call me. And I was like, uh, to the, you know what? Now, now it's a power play. Now I am demanding you call me pup because as much as you don't think I can be dominant by being called pup, pup, I would love to. I'm going to challenge you there. And it was very hard is for it, them. Is it all three letters capitalized P-U-P? Why don't you do that? No, because I, now I'm just being a bit of a brat as the dog. No, being I got like, that No, part. you're going to call me what I well, want. Well, they just call you brat. That's much more on the nose. Stop glaring I'm going to call you daddy with uh, <laughs> with a lowercase d here in a second. And you'll know. Not the low d. <laughs> you'll load something. <laughs> Are you the loader or the low d? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, God. Okay. What? <laughs> Someone just said squirting is pee. I think this is their hot take. Squirting is pee? 
Like the rain clouds in Wyoming? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they were just very upset by people who don't think that that squirting or ejaculate can sometimes have urine in it, which it does in some cases. Um, Have you ever you never heard this debate? No. Oh yeah, there there is like some level of of like urine within like excretion or pee. No, I'm aware, especially in fisting. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was just really upset about that. That's their hot take. Okay. Um. Okay. What grinds my gears, this person says, is that the kink community is far too sexualized. <laughs> okay. I it's don't even far know where too to begin with sexualized. That. <laughs> well, no, but okay, let's come at this from a place of not sexual kink. Okay. Asexual people all the time get accused of not being part of the, the kink community or not being allowed to be part of BDSM because they don't want sex, which is not the case for all asexuals, obviously. But kink is also not inherently sexual. So if we're trying to advocate for the fact that kink should be a pride and it's not overly sexual, you know, this and that, which is, you know, obviously what we are here for to say that kink is not always about sex. This hot take being what grinds their gears is that it's too sexual. I kind of get it sometimes. We focus so much on the sex. We don't allow the space to just enjoy the kink. But a lot of the kink community is sex acts. So a lot of, not all. Some I think to use your words. I go some. too <laughs> I go too far with the word too. I don't know. So you're four? No, <laughs> I don't think that it's too sexualized. I think that if you wanted to say asexuals aren't included as much as they should, go for that. But no, I, I don't fair. think the community is too sexualized. I think it is sexualized at the appropriate amount of sex going on. <laughs> so I feel like most people are into kink because it gets them off in some way, in a sexual way. Um, not always, to your point. Some. But... I don't know if it's two. Okay. Yeah, you're allowed to, to disagree. Oh, I know. With the hot takes. Trust me, I disagree the, a lot. The gears being ground. I, I I hear you, mm-hmm. and while I do not fully agree, mm-hmm. um, I think that as a society we put too much sexual energy on BDSM and kink. Yes, but that's because that is the that is the the drawing factor for a lot of the people. That is how it has been like written. That's how it's been brought up usually is because of sex. Okay, so I did an entire scene yesterday online with the pony trainer where Which I- is someone that you actively have an engaging relationship with. Right. People that don't know. They're my dom online. Yeah. I was in chastity for 30 minutes. He teased and edged me psychologically hmm. without any sex occurring. Is that sexual? Yeah. Okay. But no sex occurred. It's still. Did you derive sexual pleasure from it? Yes. Then that's sexual. Okay. Then is it too sexual? Well, I, I don't care how sexual people. But get. no sex occurred. That is sexual. No, that is sex. Okay. It is. This is my point. So we're saying the same thing. No. We're really not. <laughs> we're, we I think we're actually saying opposite things. What do you? What is your point? You didn't make your point. No, my point is that. Even when there's not sex, it's sexual. No, I'm saying that that is sex. You are having a sexual no, act. No sex occurred. What is sex to you? What it's grinds my gears is when people don't know how to describe sex. So no sexual pleasure or gratification occurred. You didn't say you said you got you were being sexually teased, though. I was being sexually. Did teased. you get off in your mind? Did you have sexual energy from that? Yeah, 
that sex is happening. No, no physical sex occurred. You didn't say that. No physical penetration or sex is happening, but you are having a sexual scene. Sex exactly. energy That's is my happening. Point. We're saying the same thing. We are not, though. <laughs> you are. No, 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 no. You are literally contradicting yourself. You're saying that no sex happened. That is sex. That You are having a sex. You're a scene that is sexual. Right? I agree with you. But I don't I'm know saying, that you do. <laughs> I'm saying no sex occurred. I don't know that you but do. But it was sexual. That's what I'm saying. I'm no saying sex occurred, sex but it was sexual. Happening. Okay. Well, no penetrative sex is happening. No. Absolutely not. But it is sexual. Yes, okay. I agree. You, this is what you're not clarifying. No, you were I, saying sex is happening, but no sex is happening, is what you were saying. <sighs> Next hot take. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Next. Someone says, what really grinds my gears is when some people lose total interest after sex. So you lose total interest in a person that you built a relationship yeah, with so after the sex happens. Again, there's no follow-up questions here. There's but not. It, but are they talking about aftercare? Are they talking about someone, just never wanting to see them again? It's a one-off. I that's what well that's what I'm saying. I think that there is they're not negotiating well, maybe. Or some people I, I've experienced this with like OnlyFans creators or people that I try to that I try to build a relationship with. We have like sexual encounters and then they they kind of ghost. They kind of become non-existent. Well, mainly because that person thinks it's a one night stand. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I think that there's some a people, lack of communication if yeah. that's what's happening. So here. I think some people get more vested in the other person and the other person isn't reciprocating because that's not where they're at. Or so. or someone's sexual side is is not a part of their romantic side. They don't want to have a relationship with you. No. The sex was something that they they thrive on or they need to get out of their system and you were that that avenue does that make it ethical not always but that doesn't mean that that person was misleading you if they wanted to negotiate and have sex and then after the sex they were kind of disinterested they got it out of their system again not completely ethical depending on how you brought it up but but you know that's occurred for me many a time truthfully how does it make you feel well especially if the sex was bad Maybe. Oh, what if the sex was bad and this person didn't know it was bad and didn't know it? <gasps> a lot of people think they're having good sex and they're not. Well, I'm always having good sex. I don't know what you're talking about. My case in point. <laughs> um, <laughs> dare you? No, but I, 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 I kind of understand where this person's coming from. I think it's a lack of communication yeah. or expectations. Not. Maybe. I think their expectations are higher than the other person. Yeah, they're more into them than they are into them. Okay, uh, that's an interesting one though. But I've absolutely experienced it before. Let us yeah, know if you've we all experienced have. it as well. Yeah. Um, this next one, ooh, what grinds my gears is when doms get too territorial over subs, and they need to chill the fuck out if I'm not collared to them. I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> talk about this one because. Whoa! Wait a sec. Why? Oh my God! Do you not remember what happened to me at IML? No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my God! Um, yes, there are some DOMs who get very ter territorial and get um, very um, uh, obsessive. If you are not, let me let me save it here. Sure. If you are not public about your relationship with someone, mm -hmm. like it, whether it's online or with a caller or you know different, if there's many ways you can show a signal to someone that you are collared to or a submissive to a DOM. Or in some sort of family in the kink variety. If you are not at least somewhat overtly obvious with that and other doms come in and want to have play with your sub, you cannot get mad at that person for trying to have play with someone who appears 
to be free a free and open. agent yeah, yeah exactly exactly and i do think that at least from my outward perspective not just because of you daddy in a specific no no encounter, no i know that some doms get way too territorial i've had yeah. doms before possessive. That, they get possessive possessive and so after a really good play session with someone they want to take it further well, that person may or may not be on the same page about that. And if you get possessive, you're going to drive them away. Yeah. yeah. And you might. But in my case, like I've had, let's say, something a bit more personal, hypnotism. Mm -hmm. Some hypnotists that I've worked with get really possessive to the point where they're like, well, you can't you can't work with anyone else. You can't you can't be a, a submissive for anyone else. And I, and I kind of go in that and like, well, unless you are readily available whenever I want to have a scene and we are on this mutually like one-on-one -on -one, only you only me like if I were to say the same thing to that hypnotist who exists to say like well you can't hypnotize any other subs then yeah how do you think they would react to that not well which I think is a disparity a disparity that's not fair to between expect. tops and subs yeah yeah no and I get that and you know when I when I Unless like that's your dynamic but that's something again you negotiate and i've been guilty of this myself you know I, I i get you know when i'm starting to feel feelings for a new sub i'm get really <clears throat> that they play with someone else um and i was collecting like back in 2016 i was collecting subs right and left and too many than i could handle and i got a little greedy and it all blew up in my face so that you know what, what that happens. is what? you know what this kind of is what? this is toxic masculinity it's, oh, it's veiled as dominance, but it is toxic masculinity where you do not. I'm not saying you specifically. Daddy, no, it was me because I was like, instance, no, don't play with my boys. This is someone who is not able to share their feelings enough to let someone know how they feel about them. And you are lashing out at them or at other people yeah. because you are unable to voice that that person means something important to you. And that happened to me at IML. Yep. It did. Yep. It did. Not again. We're we're fine. It's not between me and no, Daddy. No, it's fine. But <laughs> but I think this is just a good learning moment to be like, if you care about someone, whether you're a dom or a sub, maybe you should have that. Uh, have you noticed what have everything the is boiling with them? First. Everything is boiling down to having like a fucking conversation. Fucking conversation. Be on the same page. Oh my god, talk to each communicate other. Communicate your oh feelings. My god, communication, please. <laughs> but also, I love this take because it starts this conversation of like. Where does this dominance end and begin? How does a sub and a dom negotiate that and navigate that? If you are expecting your sub to only submit to you, then you better not be having other subs submit to you as well as the dom. I think that's unfair in some ways, unless that's your dynamic. Yeah, but in the old school thing. Welcome to the new school, daddy. I know, I know. We are, I'm we are there, respecting, trust me. We are I'm respecting there. the histories and the and traditions. But it was the... The master collected the subs, and all the subs bowed down to them, and blah blah blah. Okay, they're so overpowering your dick is so and powerful, yeah. and it's the only dick around. <laughs> mm. We're in a new era. I get that. I am not all powerful, although, um, <laughs> although, no, 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 although, although. How about this next one? Uh, what grinds my gears is when people are not understanding that sometimes bottom slash subs have medical conditions that do not allow them to submit the way that they want. I think that that's just being inconsiderate. If you're a dom and you can't understand that people have medical issues like IBS or Crohn's disease or something that physically makes it impossible for them to bottom. Yeah, uh, and then just, yeah. you're, just, you're just with an uncaring person at that point. Um, so yeah, like 
the older I get, the harder it is for me to get down on my knees and then get back up because my bones and my knees do not like it. Um, so yeah. And I love being on my knees. I like being down on all fours, worshiping a hot dom, but my body just can't do it. So, you know, and if I, if I, if I communicate that to the dom, Usually the good ones are like, oh, yeah, I totally understand that. Let's go play on the bed. Um, a good dom is able to hear that, though, whether it's in text or whether it's by watching your body language as you try to get on your knees, <laughs> is able to roll with the punches. <laughs> yes, and turn it into some improv. Something. You can do something different. It's yeah. fun. There's so many different things you can do. Put yeah. put down a mat and then be like, oh, you're so you're so weak and insignificant. Kneel on this instead, you little plebeian. Blah. Maybe with a bit more colorful <laughs> verbiage. Um, and be respectful about it, please. We're trying to be no, that conscious. Was hot. Of, Say it again. Shut up. <laughs> We're trying to be conscious of people's abilities and or disabilities. And there's nothing wrong with having those conversations and still making it sexy, not at the person's expense, mm -hmm. but with the person. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. There's a big difference. I see. Okay, don't. I what grinds my gears is when you pretend to listen when I placate you. and you try to placate me by just oh yeah, mm -hmm. oh yeah, because uh -huh, uh -huh. then I'll be like, what did We're I just totally say? What thing. did I just say? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> How about we finish off with this one then okay. on the grinding Fine. gears? What grinds my gears is when people think top equals dom and bottom equals sub. Oh yeah, because most subs are tops. <laughs> but the, Wait, what? The subs are in control. They they control everything. Oh, you said the subs are tops. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But not all the time. Um. But also to that, it, it so it, not just that subs can be tops, mm -hmm. but that bottom doesn't equal sub because you could be bottoming, but you could be the top. Yeah. Like you could no. be in total control I've as the bottom. Many a person I, down and use them as a toy see and i will always go back to the scene that i had with a certain someone and i i've shared the full name with you but there was a scene i was doing once with a very large studio it was kink related and i was in chastity and we were do, it was a two scene day the mm -hmm. first scene he was putting me in chastity in a cage and he was fucking me he was in total control and the second scene was supposed to be a turnabout where i was in control still locked in chastity which was fine with me because i didn't have to get hard right Love that. Didn't have to stay yeah. hard or be hard. But but he, I got to tie up and put like totally exposed and then play with his dick. And then I got to ride his dick at my leisure, mm -hmm. at my speed. And I was like, oh, cool. I get to be the top this time. And the, the, the flip of the switch on that dom <laughs> who went, you're not the top. And I said... Well, I, you're just, I am if you're tied down. Yeah. I'm riding you like a, a dildo. Yeah. You're, you're, no, you're locked up. Okay, and you're, you're tied down. Tied down at my <laughs> at my whims, yeah. and I'm going to fuck myself using you, the object in this scene. And he's like, "Well, no, I'm still the the top, though." And I, I can't said, believe you actually actively had this argument while I, you're trying to shoot a scene. Literally, <laughs> I like, hope, he's making but that's not going to so make him hard. Well, no, because I had to be like, no, because he was being like, "Well, you're still the bottom. Like, you might be the one getting fucked. You know, either way, but I'm in control." And I said, "No, you're not. You have no control here." It what really rubbed and just don't untie them and they'll get it yeah right <laughs> was just how adamant they were arguing about it i didn't care right. but he just kept he he corrected the director <laughs> when the director's like okay now you're topping this time you're going to be in control and he went no i'm the top actually while tied down so while tied talk about down. toxic masculinity was, that yeah, is a head that 
thing. You know, yeah. this is we we encountered this a lot of times in the late '90s shooting porn when we would hire straight guys. So they would be like, "Yeah, I will fuck ass. I will fuck their mouth, but you know, no kissing." That I, that that, that, that will people, make me gay. <laughs> there were still people during my generation, and I'm like, okay, but that's not how this works. But okay, uh, <laughs> if you want the paycheck, you better yeah, the gay you better. Pay, if you can't smooch, yeah. you don't get to buy the pooch. I, I'm just trying to find some sort of rhyme there. Yeah, if you want the dime, you gotta do the time, and the time is kissing. You gotta kiss me. Seven minutes in heaven, baby. Okay. You have a knack for making everything unsexy. <laughs> it's a gift, really. It really is. It's a really it's, it's, a it's gift. amazing. Daddy, if people want to see you get sexy, where can they do that? Ooh, if you want to see the naughty, kinky stuff that you can't see anywhere else, go to mrchristopher.com and that's Christopher with a K. Mm. And if you want to see me on Twitter, you can go or I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dead name them. If you want oh, to see me on X. No, we're calling it Twitter. Are we? We're calling it Twitter. I'm okay. not calling It's still Twitter.com. I'm still going to call it Twitter. Okay. I am Christopher Weston on Twitter. And if you'd like Twit-X. to find me on Twitter, I'm Pop Amp. Uh, but if you'd like to see me in all the sexy stuff, you can go to PopAmp.com. I exist on all the platforms. You can find me. I'm posting stuff. And if you'd like to listen to this podcast, you've already done that. But we also have a YouTube where we post weekly at What's the Safe Word. So this has been What's Your Safe Pod at What's the Safe Word production. If you'd like to stick around for the aftercare, because we believe in aftercare. We have a Patreon aftercare now. Which is just this podcast, but even bigger. Uncut, in fact. Where we talk about... And console each other over how the console. podcast went. Oh, well, I mean, I, I'm going to give you some aftercare about hey, this. Don't I talk to me. Not, this, it's not, not yet. Okay. And this has been What's Your Say 5. We will talk to you next time. Bye. So can we give him a little t- a little taste, a little tease? How was the podcast? Did it grind your gears? Yeah, I was very heated today. So I could tell. But I wanted I really want to circle back to and we'll uh, do not yet. An nope. aftercare. Nope. I want not to yet. circle back uh-uh. to nope. online dogs. Uh-huh. Da, 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 da.